0: by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.
1: Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live, and play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Leaf fans, if you are at that building, I'm so glad you got to stick through it. If you stuck through it, if you stuck through the first period where it was the Mr. Hyde right out of the gate, you know, they decided not to play the first 20 minutes. But then the second period, they get what? Three goals in (laughs) four? Four and a half minutes to start the second and end up with a big two points over the New York Islanders. Big two points. Big two points. The first of the two New York teams come into town this week. Uh, so we're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to maybe talk about some things coming up at the end of this week on Friday. We're going to talk Ooh. all about the Leafs beating the New York Islanders. Everyone Let's go! Favorite Baby. American team that is in blue, orange, and white. Five to two. In the Battle of Samsonov versus Sorokin. The
0: Battle of the Ilias, yes, of course.
1: Yes, the Battle of the Ilias. We have to name this that. We should name the it. The Iliad. The Iliad, yes. The the Iliad on this wonderful, wonderful Tuesday night. If you are here, if you are with us, welcome to Game Over Toronto. I am Lauren. This is my very good friend, Fuad. I am rocking my brand new Salming shirt. Big shout out to that- Flow Buds.
0: And uh, I'm uh, rocking a, a Van Gogh painting sweater. Um, I love it. You, you know, sometimes you, you just got to switch it up. It's a, it's a Monday. It's, it's never, it hasn't been sunny in like weeks. It is Monday, not Tuesday. Weeks. Oh, my gosh. It's been, it hasn't been sunny in like eight weeks. So I
1: got a big... Break-
0: Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.
1: Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live, and play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all that sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? Head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com sdpn. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Leaf fans, if you are at that building... I'm so glad you got to stick through it. If you stuck through it, if you stuck through the first period where it was the Mr. Hyde right out of the gate, you know, they decided not to play the first 20 minutes. But then the second period, they get, what, three goals in four? Four and a half minutes to start the second and end up with a big two points over the New York Islanders. Big two points. Big two points. The first of the two New York teams come into town this week. Uh, so we're going to talk all about it. We're going to talk about the game. We're going to maybe talk about some things coming up at the end of this week on Friday. We're going to talk Ooh. all about the Leafs beating the New York Islanders. Everyone Let's go! Favorite Baby. American team that is in blue, orange, and white. Five to two. In the Battle of Samsonov versus Sorokin. The
0: Battle of the Ilias, yes, of course.
1: Yes, the Battle of the Ilias. We have to name this that. We should name it. The Iliad. One. The Iliad, yes. The the Iliad on this wonderful, wonderful Tuesday night. If you are here, if you are with us, welcome to Game Over Toronto. I am Lauren. This is my very good friend, Fuad. I am rocking my brand new Salming shirt. Big shout out to that- Flow Buds.
0: And uh, I'm uh, rocking a, a Van Gogh painting sweater. Um, I love it. You, you know, sometimes you, you just gotta switch it up. It's a it's a Monday. It's, it's never it hasn't been sunny in like it is Monday, not Tuesday. Weeks. Oh my gosh! It's been not it been sunny in like eight weeks. So I gotta bring out the drip. You know, I gotta
1: bring out the drip
0: drip. You, you gotta know? bring just have the to,
1: spring. You gotta bring the spring. To I you, feel God. like
0: every stream, I should be like one of I should be one of like one of the players like Austin Matthews when he comes in. I should wear a big fedora hat, just walk in like. I would not fit with the headphones, though, so I learned that the hard way. But, uh, yeah, about the first period. So wh- what I had said about the first period was if if you were sitting down with a friend and, you know, they're like, let's watch hockey. They had never seen the game of hockey before. And you're like, hey, let's watch it together. I don't think you would have converted that person into a fan. I think they would have said, hey, I, I think darts is on. Let's watch darts. But, um,
1: World darts. Yeah,
0: it was a tale of two periods, and then it, I guess the second and third kind of melted together because they played really well in both of those. But I I, I forget who tweeted it, but I think I think Tic Tac Toe was like, "What did Sheldon Keith say in the locker room?" Like I imagine him, like you know, an old school Will Ferrell's, like, "We gotta the <laughs> and he smashes the chair against the against the locker. That that's yes. what I that, that's what I feel like he he said in the um in no, the he, locker room.
1: You know what he said? He walked in and went, "Mitch." You're playing with Austin, Willie, really? playing with Johnny, and oh man, oh man, did they make some magic?
0: Switched it up on the fly. Switched I think maybe he up. just like he just looked and you know you know how Keith on the bench like it's rare that he really yells. He usually has the the angry smile, which is even scarier. He's always just like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> referees, ah, ah. He yells so a I, lot. I, you don't think he yells a lot? I think he yells a lot.
0: He does, but he always looks like he's smiling, so it's almost like he's he's laughing at the amount of anger that he has inside of him. It, it, it's an interesting gambit of emotions watching uh, Sheldon Keefe on the bench. But
1: I think it's just uh, disbelief most of the time that calls aren't getting made. But the Leafs <laughs> got way more calls than the Islanders did tonight, which I guess is a good thing because they played it on the broadcast. The Islanders' power play... Uh, did yeah. you see this? Did you see this I saw it in the beginning. Yeah, I
0: was I was going to take a picture of it because I wanted to like the, I was watching the TV. I
1: have it written in my endless pile of notes. You can see how big Hell, the yeah. writing got.
0: See, you the, can tell who's the The Islanders
1: the... since December 1st have the worst power play in the league. Oh, I believe you. They are dead last with a dreary and this must have gone down after tonight's game. 9.1 six, 9
0: the interest rate 1 on in a brand 11 new Volkswagen. <laughs> the interest rate on a brand new car that is their power play unbelievable
1: wow that's horrifying horrifying they have bad players they they got
0: some decent forwards on their team i mean they got Barzal. yeah anders lee like i, I mean they play like early, like mid nineties, dead puck era hockey. I, I, I thought it almost worked against the Leafs. Like the Leafs were just weren't there. I was like, Oh my God, well, they are being suffocated.
1: Let's talk about that because in the first, yeah. it seemed like the, I mean the Leafs, you know, 10 minutes in had one shot on goal. And it was yeah. like, it, I mean, it's the Islanders that we were used to seeing really playing well defensively, but they were making good on all of the opportunities that the Leafs were coughing up. Right. Yeah. They were every single time the Leafs made a bad pass. The Islanders were there and the Leafs conversely couldn't do that. They weren't getting in the shooting lanes. <clears throat> they weren't getting in the passing lanes in the first period. It was like, Oh my gosh, because there were some very, there are some fans that traveled very far I don't know if you follow this on Twitter. If you don't, if you're not on Twitter, Curtis from Alberta is at the yes, game. Yes, I was going to shout and, out shout out
0: to Curtis from and Alberta.
1: Holly from the UK, the other side of the Atlantic pond, was also there. So by the end okay. of the first, I was like, these poor fans have traveled like a combined 10,000 kilometers almost to come see them, and this is how they're playing in the first. And I mean, like you said, what did Keith say when they walked in the room? I mean, it wasn't. It was clearly not Himes, Mitch, and Austin. You're getting. You're getting what was the what did Hello. he say? You're Not dominated. You You're getting Curtis. dominated.
0: Ah, yes. Well, now that you mentioned Curtis, I've, maybe Sheldon Keith brought Curtis down to the locker room because you got he's a he's a must-follow for any Leaf fan. I will tell you that is he is the most positively fan I've ever seen in my life. He, he, he's, he's s- always just, just just a beacon of joy all yeah. the time. We're actually if they win the cup. Yeah, he's actually I gonna be win.
1: he's gonna be on Game Over Toronto next month. So Absolutely. We, I'm looking we're very forward excited. to it. I'm actually it's supposed to be meet party him. Time. I'm actually supposed to meet him this week. We're supposed to go for dinner because we've talked Heck over yes. Twitter and everything and it's going to be a good time. And I'm I'm glad that this game went the way that it did. I'm glad that they won. And I'm glad gosh, you know, I'm so glad every time the Leafs beat the Islanders because next to the Bruins, the Islanders are the American team I dislike the most. And it is specifically yeah. because of all the John Tavares crap. Because I just like. Yeah. And Islanders fans, if you're in the chat, I'm sorry. And it, you're. Feel, feel free to not like me, and that's okay.
0: But. Yeah, because because John Tavares notably is the first athlete to
1: ever leave in ever. free agency. To go like, home. He, the first he one broke ever. Broke the code. Broke the mold. Of ethics. He the just, glass ceiling was there, and he just shattered what a, it. <laughs> what a brave move. Shattered you know it I mean? like a carbon he, fiber stick. Do you remember? Do you remember
0: the videos? Like I remember they were—they had this like this compilation video of all the fans. Dear John,
1: like, you are a hero, and now you are a I'm, traitor. I'm glad my son is so small that he doesn't know what you've done to him. Like, <laughs>
0: like, what is
1: going on? And so every time the Leafs play the Islanders, that's all I think about, and I hope. And yeah. they've played very well against the Islanders recently. And every time we beat them, I'm just like, maybe you do need him though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like it—it it was a tough look for us. The season after that he left, they went to the conference final. So I, yeah, I, that was a hard, that was a hard pill to swallow. Like I'm yeah. like I'm, I looked at it, I'm just like,
1: but they haven't I mean, really that's... been back since, right? Like they've been they had back. two
0: appearances, yeah, and yeah. then now they're kind of floundering.
1: Yeah, they're like, oh, we can't score two goals and win every game.
0: Oh man, I mean, that's the offense is just. It's...
1: Like a raisin just dried right up, like a like a sad, dry little raisin in a granola bar. Not even like boxer raisins, like granola bar raisin, dry, just sad yeah, that's a, offense. That's a tough one. Sad but, offense.
0: So do you know who does? I mean, the offense woke up with the least because one Willie Nylander, big Willie Styles, Big Willie. Four-point night, right? I mean, he absolutely was –
1: Three ninety nine, so three ninety nine career points. Hey,
0: that's a lot. So, yeah, I mean, he, I, he is, he's he's taking his game to a whole other level. I've never thought I'd see this kind of dominance from William Nylander. So, like the first goal, just I mean, he collects a perfect pass and puts it home. But the second goal, I, I had to watch it back a few times because I was mesmerized. Like. It just completely handcuffed Ilya Sorokin, and Ilya Sorokin is not about is an all star goalie like a Oh very, yeah, he's going to the all star game.
1: Goal.
0: Right. So, and the Leafs made him look not like that tonight.
1: No. No. Willie specifically. I mean, it seems like, and I actually tweeted this out. It seems like all you really need to get a goal past Ilya Sorokin is you need a breakaway from a fantastic saucer pass. That's what you need. Yeah. And if you're already in the zone, <laughs> you're going to score. Clearly, it's not just a one-on-one versus the goalie because Michael Bunting didn't score, right? So statistically, oh, that no. would be wrong. But the breakaways from a just ridiculous overhead pass is just, <laughs> oh.
0: I, yeah, the stretch passes, I I can recall a time where Leaf fans were, uh, every game were yelling, stop with the stretch passes because it was always getting the Leafs burned. They were always getting turnovers and the stretch pass would just end up Cycling back in, and we'd be giving up an opposing team goal. But yep. two stretch passes? Uh, I think Ilya Samsonov and Justin Hall were were watching last uh, yesterday. They probably watched the Cincinnati Bengals absolutely destroy Just hail the Buffalo mary. Bills.
1: Just hail yeah, mary passes. They
0: channeled their inner, inner Joe Burrow. Thanks, Joe Burrow, for ruining my team, and uh, yeah, that really hurt me. But yeah, <laughs> the Ilya Samsonov pass was. was amazing it was just like is that his first assist I'm probably not yeah
1: I think so the last time the the Leafs actually got an assist last year from Jack Campbell I actually looked it up because I thought that it was way longer before that but it wasn't it was actually only last year but I mean again Ilya Samsonov just showing again why he's fighting for the number one spot and he's now what 13 0 and 1 at home like yeah, just a I mean, mad dog at home, you have to play him against the Rangers on on Wednesday, right? Like you have to. Yeah,
0: they were saying it on the broadcast. They're saying, yeah, they're like, you know, that's what they're, you know, it's obviously the 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 topic du jour where they're like, is there a goaltending controversy? And yeah, I wouldn't say con. I think controversy is a strong word, but you know, there there definitely is a goalie competition. It's a tandem. Where- that's the point. It's a tandem. It's 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 the it's the NHL equivalent of first world problems. Okay, it's it's yeah. a, we, we have it's a good problem to have mm-hmm. because, you know, eventually I don't want to I don't want to say this, but eventually Ilya Samsonov is going to get shelled. Okay, he probably he might give up six goals in the game. I I don't want it to happen, but it's probably going to happen going by history. So, you know, you definitely have if he falters for a you know three game stretch, then you just go back to Matt Murray and you. Kind of just ride the wave. So I actually kind of like what they're doing. It doesn't look like they have a preference for either one. Like, I kind of thought maybe they like Matt Murray a bit more because he's paid more. He's under contract for next year. You know, he has more of a pedigree. But uh, it looks like they're letting it organically play out, which I I think is the right move, right?
1: I think you're totally right. And I think that if you try and force it one way or another, it just ends up shooting you in the foot, and it ends up not working. And you end up with a goalie situation that is unmanageable because you're mishandling assets, right? I mean, Mike Babcock would have done that, (laughs) right? If we Think about the goalie tandems that we had last year and this year, and think about how differently the seasons could have gone if Mike Babcock was literally, if he was managing nothing else but the goalies and he was starting that night. Like, do you think that they have the same win rate last year? Probably not, and definitely not this year. You know, like you said, Keefe is letting this grow organically, which I I think right now, as you move into the further into the second half of the season, I think that if you do it another way, then, you know... You're sort of setting yourself up for whatever results happen without giving yourself the best opportunity to win or give yourself the best chance to win, right? And I think that especially knowing that Sammy is thirteen oh and one at home, how do mind you mind blowing. That's, yeah, blowing. that's yeah. just just ridiculous. And how do you not how do you not give him the opportunity to continue that? Because he's clearly earned it, even though the second goal tonight by by Andrews Lee wasn't fantastic, but you know the the Leafs win anyway, right? They outscore yeah. their problems, and as long as they can keep doing that, we're going to be great because that's what we were dealing with last year. But I think this year's goaltending has been way more consistent than last year's, don't you think?
0: Oh, it's it's night and day, right? So, and the the good thing about having a tandem is you have a safety net, right? So, you know, Jack Campbell for the beginning of last season was Vesna Jack Campbell. He was. Yeah. We were like, wow. <laughs> And everybody was you know, that's when the soup started and everybody was you know everybody was going crazy like Jack, everybody, was everybody was yep. eating the soup.
1: Everybody was eating the soup.
0: Finally found one. And yep. then November happened. And then mm. it wasn't so good. Yeah. Right? So it it was not so good, but the problem with last season was it was Jack Campbell or Bust. Okay. It was Jack Campbell or Eric Shelgren or yep. Oh, Peter Morasic. I forgot about that, which was just...
1: But he was you know, a non-option last year. and Non-option. Right? And, I at mean, this, so- and at this point, you bring up you you bring up the goalie situation. At this point, if both of them go on a stint where they're not playing well, at that point, do you maybe give Justin Wool a call and go, hey, so you're 13-0. Uh, and 0. You want to come up and see what happens? Because, I mean, he's played in an NHL game before, but he's... He came back from the beginning of the season being off. After surgery, we all thought this was going to be a rebound year where he was going to be okay, but he was gonna—he was not going to be the number one starter in the Marlies. And he's turned around and been like, nope, this is mine. Thanks very much. And for all intents and purposes, has taken the third goalie position away from Eric Shelgren, Although that's unproven, yeah. right? Eric Shelgren has played more NHL games this season. And I think just in career, he's played more. But I mean... Do well, you let him marinate I, down there a bit more? He's yeah, clearly not hurting.
0: So. I would say so. I, I mean, he's a he's a break. Cl- let me try that again. He's a break glass in case of emergency for sure. Yeah. Because I mean, if if both of them falter, you can't really put them on waivers or something like that. So you're not going to dress three. You're not going to have three goalies up. Generally, teams don't do that. So uh, I like what they're doing now with the goaltending. I think it's the strong. It's a strong suit. I I think. Keep keep riding the Samsonov wave, and um, just in case, and just to point out, just in case, as the game was ending, um, just in case that uh, we weren't uh, butchering his name enough, uh, Chris Cuthbert called him Sergei Samsonov. Noted Edmonton Oilers and Boston Bruins legend Sergei Samsonov. <laughs> Poor guy. just get his name butchered.
1: That's okay. <laughs> there, like, Gord Miller has called uh, Bobby McMahon, Bobby McMahon, Bobby McCann at least four McCann. times. It's at least, yes, absolutely a Freudian slip. It's a a hundred percent, a hundred percent. That's what it is. That's that's
0: that's that's a demon. That's Freudian slip from the leech demons. But and uh,
1: speaking of Bobby McCann, he had you
0: read my mind. I was going to say that he, he had a on. great game.
1: <laughs> the last yeah? the last shift that he had at the end of the second, he. Was in every single person's, he was a B in every single Islanders bonnet yeah. and was just like, okay, we're scoring now. So I'm going to screw all of you. And he didn't score tonight. Unfortunately, he hasn't no. scored since that goal that was called back. <sighs>
0: yeah. That might, that might've, that might've cursed him that, you know, like there, there's a lot of bad, there's a lot of hurt. Hockey's <laughs> one of those games where their curses seem real, but uh, it seems like that one might have uh, messed with his skull scoring, but he does everything else. Like, he's the bottom sixer I noticed the most in this game. And yeah. that's pretty crazy considering he's a 26-year-old rookie that just kind of appeared out of nowhere. I, I had never heard of him before this season. And uh, I, I love these stories because it's it's so uncommon to see, you know, a guy who is getting his first taste at 26. Normally, that's that's kind of geriatric in, in NHL rookie terms. But uh, the Leafs have had... I had a good record with these late these or late bloomer pickups. You know, Zach Hyman, Michael Bunting and Michael Bobby Bunting.
1: Can,
0: maybe Bobby McMahon could be the, the next, next of these value pickups. But
1: even I, Jack I Campbell, right? Even Jack Campbell yeah. was originally supposed to be this like recovery project. And again, it, it has turned over in the Leaf's favor and now that hasn't worked every single time. But, you know, Actually, Game Day Hockey in the chat brings up a good point. Players seem to love playing for Sammy. And it's true. They do seem to love it. And actually, Tic Tac Tomor brought up, a good friend of the show, Tic Tac Tomor, brought up a good fact that we need to come up with a Samsonov chant. And I I came up with one, but I don't know how good it is. I mean, Sammy, 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 Yeah, but like, Sammy. or you could do that, but like, Sammy, smile. Sammy, smile.
0: You know, I, I learned this from working in Game Ops. Um... I mean, you want to start chance. You gotta keep it simple. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's hard to make things a thing. Yeah, with leaf, especially leaf fans. I and mean,
1: you need something that's like almost one or two syllables, right? I mean, I guess Sammy, to but
0: sim- it's gotta be two syllables, or it has to have an ooh, which we don't have. I mean, that, those are my those are the best chants when they're like ooh. When yeah. somebody has like an ooh in their name, those are the best. That's the just soup. the easy one. Soup or soup was a good yeah. one. Soup was a uh, good one. Speaking of the mice, uh, you put up a good point. Samsonov is like. Invincible at the Scotiabank Arena. So is uh, Austin Matthews. He has a sixteen game point home streak. Sixteen game point streak at home. Jeez, there you go. <laughs> there we
1: go. And <laughs> Mitch Marner is up to what now? Like twenty one or something.
0: Is that the case? Yeah, wow. It's, okay. it's so. a lot.
1: It's a lot. They're both they're both on heaters at home. And Matthews with the his he loves that celly. He does that celly a lot. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. What even is that? It's like an Elvis. I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's fun it's fun like it's, the good. it's a surfing yeah i i guess so it's that's a good i mean it, it's a good it's a good trademark of his but it, it's kind of weird to think of the Scotiabank arena as a as a actual fortress for the leafs i don't know i i always felt like you know we had a kind of a uh you know eh, it was always like teams weren't afraid to come into Scotiabank arena to play against the leafs but but you look you know, at their maybe, home
1: record with samsonov
0: they might start to be afraid and you can tell that there's energy in the building. I haven't been to a leaf game this season, but I can hear it through the TV. There's a lot more chance going on. Yep. And uh, whoever's going there, keep that place a fortress. Okay. Keep it bumping because we need it.
1: I was there last week and it was like, I mean, again, they start, they start slow behind the Panthers, right? But they come roaring back and they, when they tie it, like, Oh my gosh. It was, my ears did the woo sound because it got so, so the reverberation in your own cranium, right? You get yeah. the full cranium reverb and it's, it, it's definitely like, I mean, I've only been to a couple Leafs games, so I can't really speak, but yeah. like the game that I went to, it, there seems to be a lot of energy and maybe part of that is the fact that, you know, these games where the Leafs. Are going down by a couple to start, or they they get the lead and then they lose, or they they are fall behind, tie the game, and then they loo- fall behind again. We seem to be winning way more of those recently than we have in years past, right? A couple years ago, if they went down three nothing, or you know three to two, three to one in the first period, it's one of those games where you you know you close the laptop and you're just like, it's one of those games today, kids, and I don't really feel like wasting my night on that. Now. <laughs> The way that they're playing, the way that they played, especially this season, you have can't back in you can't do that now because they have proven this season that they can come back. That they, even though they might be down in the third, they might come back and still win it because they've done it, you know, several times in the last month. And while I don't love as a Leaf fan that they're having to chase from behind, seeing them do the thing where they're like, "Well, we're just going to start playing now," and Suddenly score all these goals is great, and that's something that we've seen in other teams, and we've been missing.
0: Yeah, they got to work on that. I mean, I mean, you, you mean the whole start on time, the uh the Mike Babcockism. It it it, it, it does come It'll into play. It, I, is it going to go to start on time? You know, you uh, start on time. Yeah, but you know, it, it reminded me of the Detroit game. I remember uh, where it was again another terrible first period. This was the last game they played at home, Detroit. And uh, I was I was saying to to Armand, I'm like the the Leafs literally just went to Kelly's Landing and smashed a couple beers before they came (laughs) to the game. Like that's what they did. Uh, You know, it's like it's like when you when you were university, you were in college, university, and you're like I don't want we'll go halfway through the class. And uh, but you you know you got to work on they have to work on that. I I don't want to get into too much of a I don't want to put the negative pants on today.
1: But it looks like they have because they are winning those games now, right? Yeah,
0: of course. You 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 want to put it together a full. 60, and I, that was a really full 40, for sure. But, full uh, 40,
1: yes. Like like 40. they have decided to play many times recently. They have played a full 40-minute hockey game, kids. Don't worry about the first 20. They don't really count. It's like, yeah, whose line I'm is so... it anyway? Welcome to the game where points don't count. <laughs> the points don't matter because yeah. we're playing at
0: Tampa Bay anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. pain! We laugh to keep them crying. It's, oh, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm so happy they won this game because, like, I was watching the stream on Saturday um, after they the that Montreal game, Ooh, they lost to the Laval Rockets. I was and... so
1: glad that I didn't have to do that game over.
0: Yeah, oh, I, I was. I <laughs> was. I would have been. I would have been full on like Stephen A. Smith. I would have shout been out stuff. to our brothers
1: Harnish and Armand, for taking that one for us. They, they like...
0: broke the, the Leafs. Almost broke Harnish there. We really almost like... got
1: banana suit two guys. We no, almost he, got the banana suit.
0: He, he sucked in the helium, and he made him. He yelled in a helium voice. If you haven't seen it, please tune into it. It's extremely funny. It is very uh, funny.
1: <laughs> it was very but, um, funny.
0: No need for that today. Um,
1: no need for that. Absolutely. So, uh, one little
0: rule thing that kind uh, of kind of doesn't sit right with me, uh, and we've seen it a couple times, is this penalty shot being hauled down. It's not a big deal. It's I mean, the NHL has a lot of other rules and things to change before they get to this one. But if they wanted a night if they wanted to, you know, introduce something a little you know, just just something little to like create some excitement, why not when a player gets hauled down, let the team choose a power play or the penalty shot? Because essentially what because happens is no one is,
1: would ever choose the penalty shot.
0: I guess. But what happens is like my Michael Bunting, this doesn't apply to Michael Bunting, because he is a skilled, pretty skilled player, but let's just say it was Justin Hall in a breakaway for some reason. The strategic move for the defense would be to haul him down, like the coach would yell, "Trip him, trip him." So you're kind of incentivizing a penalty in a sense. I don't know. I'm just saying. There's a lot of other suggestions the NHL could make. Um, the playoff format being one. <clears throat> but um, yeah, that's just there's
1: that's one. that's so low on my list. Like I understand the because. <laughs> The penalty shot is like there are lots of other times you can take a penalty and it's just a penalty. The point yeah. of the penalty shot is that they had a clear lane to the net, and it's not every single person that gets that opportunity that that is taken down in front of the net is Connor McDavid and can produce on a penalty shot, right? Yeah, no one would ever choose a penalty shot unless you're the Edmonton Oilers, ever again, ever. And
0: or if you're, they're or if you're playing against the Inter- or if you're playing against the Oilers right
1: (laughs) although jack campbell has had a resurgence right good for him because in situations like that like if if bobby mc you know mcmahon gets pulled down i almost called him mccann
0: mccann you're not going to stop i
1: have to say vince mcmahon in my brain if bobby mcmahon McMahon gets hauled down (laughs) it's a different situation than when Connor mcdavid gets hauled down right and in ninety-nine times out of ten, pe- teams would choose the power play, so they're never going to do that because. Is there more of these this year?
0: I mean, J- Jason Loomis says the penalty shot thing is only coming up this year because there seems to be a lot more penalty shots this year. Is, is that a thing? I, I I'd like to get a stat. We've on had that. like
1: two in the last like month. I think in the last I- two weeks we've had two.
0: I think it corresponds with the the explosion in offense. I guess a lot of guys, a lot of. <laughs> Teams are getting more space, which
1: is good for the game. Yeah. They're getting more desperate and hauling people down.
0: (laughs) Right. For sure. But, but, uh, I, that might be a stat. I, I guess, I, I, feel like I've seen a lot more this year. So we'll, we'll call it that. Well, we'll trust our gut on that one there, Jason. But, uh, yeah for sure um yeah also, so
1: Lindsay with Lindsay with the advice and the thing for lauren to get concert earplugs you're not wrong but it was short notice that i went to the game get on t- tuesday t-
0: get, get, get the big headphones yeah and put on the i can just
1: wear these yeah or i can wear like my firing range headphones that would work too you actually mentioned a good point earlier and i actually wrote this down we didn't talk about this before the show you talked about the leaf's bottom six right Right. And we talk about, let's talk about the third line, because in the first period, the third line was the best line of the night. Yep. And I want everybody that's here, if you're watching, you know that I want David Camp to stay. And I think Pierre is going to leave. And I think we need to trade Pierre Engvall for an asset. Because Pierre Engvall currently plays third line right wing on the Toronto Maple Leafs. Do you want to hear some of the other third line right wingers and see if some of these incite more fear in you than Pierre Engvall? okay
0: okay let's hear it
1: TJ Oshi from Washington we have Dang. Jeff Jeff Carter from Pittsburgh Gurianov Hi. in Dallas Barkley Goodrow on the Rangers Dylan Cousins on Florida Blake Coleman on Calgary JVR on Philly Woo. Sissons on Nashville Anthony Sio on Chicago and Josh Bailey on the New York Islanders and that's what a dozen
0: yeah every single but one it, of
1: those players is point. better than Pierre Engvall
0: yeah, I mean, the, and the he's depth gonna the leave league, anyway.
1: Just saying, yeah.
0: the depth in the league is pretty. Uh, it's pretty big, <laughs> honestly. Like the the NHL has a really big glut of talent, which is a good thing, honestly. Yeah. Like even with two expansion teams in five years, that's, that's a lot of talent. Like you, you bring up a pretty good point there. Uh, as far as being traded, I can see. I mean, I think it's. I think it's pretty likely, in my opinion, that they're gonna go and get a upgrade in the top six so you're gonna need and whatever whatever machinations they're gonna have to use they're gonna have to use retention they're gonna have to use whatever cap shenanigans but you'd have to think maybe pierre engball goes out just to match salary in that and you know he's an asset in a sense you know he's He's two and a half million dollars
1: on the cap and alex kerfoot is also leaving at the end of the season and he's three and a half now, yeah, those now, guys I
0: think are, are salary fodder, right? For sure. And you
1: sort of interchange those as needed because they are UFAs and they're going to leave, so you might as well see if you can get something for them. And I was just in literally in the second intermission, I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Who are some other team's third right third line right wingers?" And now I I will admit that there are maybe some other places that we need to get players. That's fine, but if I look down the lineup, like, chat does Pierre Engvall incite fear in you the way T.J. Oshie does. Or, like, not even fear, but, like, Andreas Athanasiu isn't exactly a a fearful player to be afraid of, but he's somebody to keep your head up about. Barkley Goudreau, right? Blake Coleman.
0: Wait, Sioux plays third line in Chicago? Yeah. That's strange.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Athanasiu.
0: He went to high school just down the street.
1: Yeah. He's a
0: fellow Woodbridgeian.
1: Big ups. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and Warrior Womp in the chat. Good friend of the show, Warrior Womp. Hi, friend. Um, Hello. Angval is very frustrating. And I don't. And listen, I know he does so much on the PK. And he's been so good on the PK. And he is very dynamic and a two-way player. I will give him that. But is there nobody that we could trade that would do something similar? I think there are other players on the team that could get a shot on the PK. And get somebody with a little bit of scoring depth not necessarily entirely away from the identity of the third line of being a shutdown line with camp and Kerfoot, because i love that but how many goals does pierre Engvall have chat this year like 6 maybe yeah
0: not 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 a ton i mean he's not you know you're right there he's you know, he did have a really cool really good stretch <laughs> last season at the end of the um at the end of the season but yeah i i totally agree and i i think uh what somebody said um I have to go back and see the person here. Um, anyway, well, I missed it, but I saw someone say this that um, get an upgrade at the top six, you move down Callie Yarncroft to the third line. And now that is a third liner that would incite some fear for you.
1: Sure. That's somebody you'd have to keep right up He's already for, so. produced more than than Engval has, like visibly. Oh, absolutely. Right? He creates yeah. more chances. And I think that that's a great idea. And yes. I don't know who they're going to get for the second line left wing on that position. Right? But yeah. I'm just saying, I am excited. Like I've heard, all I've heard is that they're not going after one big player. Is that it's just a whole bunch of different players that they're sort of going to like yeah. shuffle around on the board? And yeah, I guess that's we'll been kind see, of right? We, about. we have five, what like five weeks, five and a half weeks until end of trade deadline. It's, a, it's
0: in March. I didn't even realize that's a long.
1: I, I thought it was in February too. I did. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well, I, I I get to mix up with the NBA one because I like so obviously I, I get to mix up with that. But it um it, it it seems a bit it seems a bit like late. I don't know. I feel like you'd want to get those upgrades sooner rather than earlier. later. Yeah, I, I feel like also, that's another I minor. I think break, also but. yeah.
1: I think the last couple of years have just screwed our timing up because of the pandemic. Like yeah, yeah, we well, don't even really so. know. Like I thought it was Tuesday today. Everybody, come on. My goodness. I,
0: I, I don't know. I, I it's always it's always seven. It's always five a.m. outside because there's no sun in Toronto.
1: Pierre Engel uh, has nine goals and eight assists for seventeen points so far this year. I have his stats right up in front of me. Kerfoot seven goals but fourteen assists. I mean,
0: it's uh, all right. It's okay. as, a, as the TikTok sound goes, it's, it's okay. all right. I wouldn't uh, mind somebody
1: that could crack ten goals, like Callie is- Yarncroak Just saying.
0: Another Just underrated saying. pickup right there.
1: Another underrated pickup. And I think that he's, I think he's a he replacement it. for Alex Kerfoot.
0: Oh, no doubt about it. That's what I think. Yeah, uh, honestly What's... though, I I think the acquisitions though I'd like them to take a, a like a swing on a top 6 forward like a bigger swing. Only because you only get so many bites at the apple. Like you're only you can't really guarantee that next season you're going to be in that position that you are right now. I know, obviously, we're we're stuck with we're stuck with Tampa in the first round. We're gonna have to get used to it, barring some disaster, barring some disaster or whatever. But we're, we're gonna get that team most likely. Yeah. Now, and that's fine. We all the the Leafs almost beat them. Like they can hang with any team in the league. That's for certain. They can hang with anybody. We shouldn't be afraid. But I gotta say, I think that this team has shown enough. To where you you kind of owe it to them and owe it to the fans to give this season a go like i know everyone hates to give up picks and prospects and you know you got to be smart with it like don't don't pull a florida and trade a uh a, a 2024 first. Don't trade or, your
1: don't trade the next three years worth of first and seconds don't do that yeah
0: don't do that trade this year's first because you know where it's gonna land you right? think you so know,
1: You think you're gonna trade this year? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Uh, I would try. I would do everything I could to not. I would rather trade a player than our first this year.
0: But I think
1: I think maybe like a prospect and a second and a third if necessary. But I think you you scream and cry and throw up before you before you actually give up the first, even if it means you go you fall in the order of the first in the first round. I think that that's a different thing. That's fine. But
0: the problem is because like you know all these players are gonna. Unless everybody just sells like panic sells like crazy to get Connor Bedard and you can get players in the cheap, everybody's going to want that first. Yeah. The problem is, like, you don't, like I said, you don't want to dip into the next year's first because hockey is very weird and silly and teams can be shit out of nowhere. Look at the Florida Panthers. The Florida Panthers might give up Connor Bedard for Ben Sherratt. Probably not. What they might give up they might give up somebody really good
1: you know when you say it like got, that it's like what they, they might have what a decision it's, what a
0: decision it, it's in the investing world it's called borrowing on margin where you 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 borrow money to invest in a stock and then if the stock goes down you're doubly screwed it's it's kind of like that they kind of borrowed on margin like there, the so home
1: improvement d- board game double your money back
0: I've never played that but that sounds oh funny. see
1: that's that's if, if, you, if anybody has ever seen that episode of Home Improvement, that old show from the 90s, they will know about the board oh, game, Double Your Money Back. Yeah, a
0: Home Improvement reference here.
1: I know, <laughs> I know. Oh, God. Yeah, it's bad. So before we age ourselves out anymore, so, Fuad. What's going on? This week, on Friday. This week? We have a big thing yeah. coming up on SDPN.
0: Yes, we do. So we're not going to um, spoil
1: it entirely. But if you're lucky um, enough to be one of those... SDPN fans that got tickets to the event at the mansion in Kingston Ontario. Kingston, Ontario, there will be a plethora of not only SDPN people, but other people there as well. A, a nice, a nice smorgasbord of people from SDPN and maybe just some people from game over Toronto. Maybe, maybe, maybe you'll have to be there to find out. We will you'll actually be, be streaming. It. Someone will be doing game over from the actual event fingers crossed
0: that's gonna be fun i i i'm really excited to see that um i i will not be on that game over stream but i'm excited <laughs> to see how you guys how y'all pull that off i think
1: we're gonna watch I the game together
0: as it's just gotta do that you guys just gotta you know you know what they have to do the game over in the bar you know those like tick those YouTube videos and TikToks of people just going up to people and saying like Hey, uh, what do you do for a living? Like you just do that. You just go to people and be like, What did you think of the game? And then just have them yell and swear. Just walk um, when they're ten. Well, you don't know that it'll be me.
1: You don't know that if it's gonna be me.
0: It could be you. It could, it could be, be me. It could be. It could be
1: Harnish. That. Could be Armand. Could be Robert. Could, could, could be, be Steve. Me. Maybe Steve's gonna do a game over Toronto. Everybody.
0: You, you just you just never you'll know. have it's, to watch to find out. It's gonna be live. It will be live, live and in person,
1: live and in person, yeah. and long overdue. And well, it will be after the Leafs take on the Senators this Friday, but before that, Fuad, are you back with me on Wednesday to cover I, the Rangers I don't game?
0: believe that I am. Okay, uh, well, I will
1: be back on Wednesday, everybody, for the game over Toronto after the Leafs dominate the New York Rangers. Jesse Blake's New York Rangers, of course, destroy them. We're gonna wreck another, them. Il- another Ilium. Yes, absolutely. Another And Iliac. a different Mika, because Mika is my wife, and also Mika's a bandajad. So there we go. We will be there. I will be here Wednesday after Stars the game. Thank you, everybody, for watching and tuning in to Game Over Toronto before we sign off. My name is Lauren Williamson. You can find me on Twitter at Lauren in the Six.
0: My name is Fuad Suleiman. You can find me on Twitter at Fuad underscore sports. Thank you very much for joining, everyone. You could have been anywhere else in the world.
1: And you are right you here with us. us.
0: We appreciate that.
1: Have a H good- to the Izzo, B to the Zay. And before we start seeing any more, we're going to sign off before we, before we get back. That's dark, the so.
0: anthem. Get your damn hands up. Have a
1: good night, everybody.
0: <laughs> Game over. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's sports book.